Morning everyone. So this podcast is about some of the negative self-talk sort of statements and uh, toxic belief systems that we develop in an abusive relationship with a narcissist and um, after it. And then I think the first thing to remember is that this is what the narcissist wants, you know, because I think with negative self-talk we often do it and it, it, we convince ourselves to, you know, give in to the hoovering. We convince ourselves to reverse hoover the narcissist. We convince ourselves we can't do this. We're never going to recover. We're never going to get better. We're never going to be okay. And that's how narcissists want us. They want us shadows of our former selves, doubting everything. Um, That's what gives a narcissist the ultimate supply. Because to them, if you're absolutely shattered and all those wonderful things about you that they were originally attracted to, you know, and they wanted to own and use, if all those things have gone, then, um, geez, oh, that lady, the holy city. No, I'm just putting the boat, thanks. <laughs> um, so it, this is what the narcissist wants. This was their, this was their subconscious end game, you know, to, to have you thinking all these awful things about yourself and your life and holding yourself back from getting your life back because it enables them to to get you to break no contact, okay? And now I've just released a book on no contact and how to maintain it. It's called No Contact, No Narc, and I'd love you to have a look at it. It's brand new, so there's no reviews yet, um, and it's a workbook to help you put in place and maintain no contact, 30 tips uh, that worked for me and clients of mine. So um, negative self-talk statements. So one of them absolutely will be, I'm ugly, I'm fat, you know, I'm unattractive because the narcissist cheated on you, probably repeatedly. Maybe they cheated with munters. Maybe they cheated with someone gorgeous, you know, or maybe they, they just weren't picking. There was all sorts of different types in and about the cheating pool. Um, now, narcissists don't cheat because you've lost your looks or because you've gained weight or lost weight or your mental health has affected your appearance. Narcissists cheat on people who are absolutely model-level gorgeous, and they cheat on people who are perhaps less traditionally attractive. Narcissists are cheaters innately, okay, because they have impulse control issues, they're constantly looking for attention, they're constantly looking for stimulus, they're constantly looking for excitement and a distraction from what other people actually quite enjoy in real life. Okay, they don't cheat because you're unattractive, and they don't cheat because you're, you're of your body, right? You must understand that. Okay, I went through that phase, and and for me it was because my narcissist would cheat with absolutely n- n- no not attractive people, and I'm just saying it, right? Uh, much 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 older than me, much 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 younger than me. Who, again, youth doesn't mean rec- uh, automatically mean good looks. Trust me, if you'd seen half the people he'd sexted and sexually harassed and gone with. Um, and not one of them had a body like me. You know, I was in the gym seven days a week. I had a six-pack, you know, nice long legs, a tan. I look fantastic for my age. But he had me thinking there was something physically wrong with me. He had me feeling absolutely repulsed with my own appearance, my own body, because I could not make sense of why he cheated. We were having sex dozens of times. 
uh, once it was it was double figures in a day he had it when he wanted it how he wanted it and so it wasn't that he was missing sex I absolutely adored the guy so he wasn't missing intimacy or affection he certainly wasn't missing attention I could not make sense of it and I just kept coming back to um, thinking it must have been my fault now narcissists want you to think that they want you to blame yourself and blame your appearance, okay? And blame your sexual prowess and blame your abilities in the relationship. They want you to have that level of negative self-talk. It was not your fault. You probably were perfect. You probably treated this person better than anybody else in any other intimate relationship, okay? They were always going to do this. They probably did it when they met you. You were probably a side piece when they met you, okay? They were always going to do this. This is what they are built for, okay? And they don't do it because they like someone else or are attracted to someone else or someone else is better than you or nicer than you because narcissists don't cheat with people that they like. They cheat with people who give them narcissistic supply, okay? And narcissistic supply does not make you attractive in a, in a pretty way or a handsome way or a good body way or an intelligence way. Narcissistic supply can be anything to a narcissist. It can literally be being prepared to do that really disgusting, gross thing. It can, it can be money, it can be a roof over their head. It could just be for 10 minutes, just a wee bit of attention because you've got the, you're in the bath and they're bored, okay? So any negative self-talk around your appearance or your body must stop now. Okay, the next thing is, I'll never find anyone like the narcissist, I'll never find anyone like him or her. Uh, it was the best sex I've ever had, or it was the most exciting relationship I've ever had. You know, I'll never find anyone that I have that connection with. Good. The reason why you had that intense connection with the narcissist is because that was the trap, that was the trauma bond, that was the grooming, that was the predation, that was the false promises, okay? That was the, that was the whole point, that was them weaving lies around you, manipulating your sexuality, uh, manipulating your boundaries or destroying your boundaries, manipulating your feelings, your emotions, your ambitions, okay? It was all manipulation. So you do not want to find anyone like them ever again. Trust me, okay? And everything they promised you, it didn't happen, did it? It's never going to happen, right? Full stop. So any negative self-talk around that. Uh, also saying to yourself, you'll never achieve what you were going to do as a couple. Yes, you will. Because the narcissist's job is to completely ruin and destroy any plans you have, any promotions, any improvements in your health, anything, if you want to quit smoking or quit drugs or join the gym, anything positive in your life that you want to do, you plan to do or are doing, the narcissist will destroy. So they might have given you this idea that everything's going to be great with them around, but it was going to be a lot worse than it would have been um, with any other, uh, would have, well, it's just horrendous, basically, I've got thrown off my track there. Um, so the narcissist would have destroyed it all anyway, so you were never going to achieve together what they promised you or made you think you were going to achieve, okay? You can achieve that on your own. Trust me, I've achieved some of the most incredible things um, away from my narcissist that I never, ever, ever, ever would have achieved with him even sniffing around me, never mind in my bed and in my head. Um, just sit out and do them yourself, okay? You don't need another person to make your life better, okay? Narcissists feed off your codependency, so start working on that. Another one is, I'll never feel better. I'll never get better. 
it's always going to be this way I might as well just go back to this person because it feels so horrendous without them anyway now time passes your body heals and your brain heals okay going back to an, a, a narcissist or an abuser only tells them everything you just did to me was fine you can do it again and actually you can do it worse okay you're giving them permission to do it worse so see what the way you feel right now on your own while you're broken-hearted and you're destroyed he's annoying talking to his suitcase um totally throwing me off um again i hate glasgow sometimes it's filled with absolute freaks and it's a certain time of day there's a certain time of day when all the freaks are out it's always about half 10 11 o'clock um so negative self-talk around that around how you'll never get over this yes you will yes you will do all the right things you do no contact you maintain no contact and i promise you in a matter of days weeks you know that soon things start to shift in the right direction you do start to feel better you will feel a lot 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 worse in a month's time when you've gone back to the abuser and the abuse has started then and you're thinking god i wish i'd never gone back i've lost a month's worth of recovery trust me on that so I've been thrown on this podcast quite a few times and I feel like it's not particularly very good. Um, I've lost my voice as well, which is strange, but um, hopefully there's three, maybe was it four, different things to kind of look at and think about in terms of putting in place and maintaining no contact. And, and you know, I understand the, the, the ways that we think about ourselves when we've been in uh, particularly intimate partner abusive relationships. You know, the, the key is it's like a drug. The only way you're ever going to sober up get healthy and get out is by giving it up and you have to give the abuser up and you have to do it for good.